0: weather and science across the globe the weather jazz podcast it's the weather jazz podcast almost anything can happen why because it's open line for the day everybody we made it it's friday and welcome to weather jazz a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather science earth science and even off-topic things yeah we'll carry a couple of those items as well today on this rainy friday in northeast ohio i am your host and the creator of the weather jazz podcast I'm Ray Berninger. I am the Senior Meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 252. For Friday, last one in the month of October, October 29th, 2021. We are sliding into home plate of October. And you know what that means? That means that we will be unveiling the Winter Weather Outlook, not only here on Weather Jazz sometime probably next week, but for those of you in Northeast Ohio, even if you're not in Northeast Ohio, you'll want to tune in tonight to Fox 8 via fox8.com or you can go to weatherjazz.com and click on the Watch Fox 8 Live link. Now, I know, I know some of you have uh, perhaps caught the fact that in previous episodes I mentioned that we would be unveiling the winter weather outlook on Thursday night. Some of you maybe even tuned in and said, where is it? Well, we decided to move it to Friday. There were a few more pieces and parts that we needed to incorporate. We did that, and as a weather team, we're satisfied with where we're going to go with it. So make sure you tune in tonight, Fox 8 News, at 6 p.m. Eastern Time now. Remember, it's Eastern Time, and really, it'll be towards the end of the 6 p.m. So if you really want to tune in at a specific time, basically the last quarter hour, from 6.45 to 7 o'clock, make sure that you're tuned in or logged in, if you're not in Northeast Ohio, to watch our winter weather Uh, forecast or outlook really it's not a forecast per se because it's not a forecast like we do every night on the air for specific days and specific weather parameters like temperature and precipitation sky condition that kind of thing ouch i just hit my just hit my elbow on my desk you know what i'm being french i tend to talk with my hands a lot even when i'm in the studio doing an audio podcast so Uh, From time to time, you may hear strange sounds, and uh, maybe you heard that one. Uh, Almost hit my funny bone on that one. At any rate, the outlook is different from a forecast in the sense that we take a season and we try to capture the flavor of the season, not a specific forecast. We can't tell you when specific storms will come. We can't tell you when specific lake effect events will occur. We can't tell you when the temperature may hover close to zero. We can do none of that. But we can, in fact, and do a reasonable job, about a 60 65% probability of getting the flavor correct. That's essentially two out of three winters we can forecast the flavor based on the parameters, the long-term parameters that we look at all over the globe, and you would be surprised at some of the parameters that we look at. Believe it or not, winters can be tied to things going on in the Indian Ocean, for example, or the Pacific Ocean, like El Nino, La Nina, or in the Arctic, the Arctic Oscillation, North American Oscillation, just to name a few more. We also look at something, and this is going to kind of play into the equation this year, something we call a warm event. And it's something that happens over the poles, but not at the surface. This happens 20 miles up in the stratosphere where there's hardly any atmosphere left. And I will explain all of this tonight when you join me on Fox 8 News during the 6 o'clock hour toward the end of the newscast. Again, that's 6 p.m. Eastern time for those of you who are going to be tuning in from other parts of the USA and or the globe. And again, you can get there, fox8.com or weatherjazz.com, and you can click on the live Fox 8 tab right at the very, very top. All right, before we take a break, I want to take your attention To this morning's satellite image. It is not the visible satellite image, but rather the infrared because we can look at those through the nighttime. You don't need light for that. And it's based on temperature, but you can see cloud structures given this temperature band. And if you look at this huge area of low pressure, which as of this morning was in Western Kentucky, you can easily see just exactly where the center is based on the shape of the clouds, based on the stretching of the clouds, because that is going to indicate how the winds are kind of spiraling. And very often I will use the descriptor on the air that these things look like a giant cinnamon bun in the sky. So if you have a tendency to get hungry, We'll take a look at this picture and see if I'm right. Weatherjazz.com, episode number 252. Scroll down to the satellite image I have drawn on top of that, the wind field, so you can see where. The winds are kind of forming the clouds, and you can see where the center of the low-pressure system is. And you might even get hungry. You might even run out to the grocery store on this rainy Northeast Ohio day and go grab a cinnamon roll for breakfast tomorrow morning. All right, one more bit of information. Uh, I was today just recently looking at the U.S. snowpack. Now, probably for the last 20 or so years, the U.S., every day, especially as we approach fall, winter, and spring, look at the percentage of land mass covered with at least one inch of snow and recorded as a percent of the land mass of the lower 48. And, of course, we're at 0% for a lot of the summer. So the first date this year that snow shows up We go from 0% on the 19th of September to 0.8%, almost 1% on the 20th. And typically, that's going to be in the Rockies, and usually, almost invariably always is. Well, that melted off, and between the 23rd and the 27th of September, there was 0.0% again. Well, on the 28th, we gained just a little bit, 0.2% of the landmass with at least one inch of snow. And that began to hold steady until we saw the first big weather maker in mid-October. And thus far, the highest amount covered by snow in the lower 48 was on October 13th, a couple of weeks ago. 12.4% that uh, it was uh, actually quite a bit going on in the Rockies and even all the way down into, if you remember, it was parts of New Mexico and even the higher elevations of northern Arizona that were covered with snow. Well, within five days, that quickly weaned down to 1.6 inches on October the 18th. We, where are we today? Today, The 29th of October, 3% of the nation is covered with one inch of snow. So again, we had the peak on October the 13th thus far at a pretty impressive 12.4%. Of course, that will come back in time, and it may come back a lot sooner than you think. All right, when we come back from a brief break, we will Come back with several of your lists. Remember last week we did my top 12 weather songs, songs that have weather in the title. And had a month of the year been included, obviously those of you that know me well know that my first choice, my best song of all time, and it's been in the number one position for decades, is Earth, Wind & Fire, September. September. However, that's a month of the year. Yeah, there's weather in September, but that really doesn't officially and technically fall in line with what I was looking for. I was looking for a weather word in the title of a song. Some of you gave me your top three and top five, and I'll go ahead and review some of that when we come back. Don't go away. I'm not afraid to That's a great song for a day like today, Northeast Ohio. Oh boy, Ringa Endalas, and that's uh, Endless Rain in Icelandic from Jon Jonsson. We highlighted some of his work a couple of Fridays ago on Open Line Friday. Wonderful, wonderful album, and uh, I still have the Spotify playlist on. Episode number 248, so uh, go check it out. That's from October the 18th when I uh, listened to some of the cuts that I especially enjoyed from Jon's brand-new release from just a couple of weeks ago. And I suppose that really does qualify for whether in a title. It may be in Icelandic, but it still technically would qualify. And had I come up with my list... After that album was released, I might have included that in the top 12. That's a great, great tune. Okay, well, let's get to some of your lists. We had a couple of people that let their lists be known. We had uh, two with the top three and one with the top five. So the first one that I received it came from Andrew Wigerski and Andrew's top five three weather songs that he thought of were as follows number 3 riders on the storm the doors oh that that was uh, always a scary song to me of course i was a, a very very uh, young person at the time and if the truth be known i hated thunderstorms when i was a kid i hated them i was frightened of them and and maybe there was an uh, there was uh, some kind of strange attraction The things that I didn't understand, Uh, one of the ways that I became very interested in meteorology. But, uh, you know, I can still have the picture in my mind of a weather book that had a picture of uh, a classic anvil thunderstorm in Oklahoma whose top was up around 70,000 feet. That's very, very high. That's a severe thunderstorm. And it just looked, it's gorgeous. It was a gorgeous picture, but it just looked so horrible because I knew what was going on underneath that 70,000-foot thunderstorm. So Riders on the Storm, number three for Andrew. Number two, Chase the Clouds Away by Chuck Mangione. And uh, Chuck had a number of uh, great hits over the 1970s, basically and chase the clouds away ranks as number two for andrew and number one belongs to billy joel and he rates summer highland falls as his number one weather song thank you so much andrew really appreciate that all right the next one belongs to thor reap thor gave me His top five will go in reverse order just like I did on the top 12 and just like Casey Kasem did on American Top 40. So he starts with number five, Thunder Rolls by Garth Brooks. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Also, Thor came up with a song that was in my top 12. It's number four in his list, I Love a Rainy Night by Eddie Rabbit. Number three is Thunderstruck, and it's by ACDC, a little heavy metal action there. Number two is a song actually called Weatherman by Delbert McClinton from Groundhog Day. And I must admit, I'm I'm really thinking hard. I, I know the film very well. I don't remember that song. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it. Again, Thor's number two song, Weatherman, by Delbert McClinton. And Thor's number one song, Thunder, by Imagine Dragons. Great list, Thor. Thank you so much. And the last list that I'm going to reveal to you today comes from A longtime friend, Dawn Manassa, and she lives in North Virginia towards the West Virginia and Maryland border. And she chimes in with her top three at number three, Rainy Days and Mondays by The Carpenters. Great song. Unfortunately, today is a Friday and it's a rainy. I wonder if we can rename that today, Uh, just for today, Rainy Days and Fridays. But they don't get me down. Actually, when I got up this morning on this rainy day, it just, and I knew it would be, it was cozy. Uh, we have a, a, a new metal roof, and so the rain sounds uh, delightful on it. And I did my morning Bible study uh, that I do every morning with uh, Bill Martin. He's the news anchor that is retired now in Florida. We do that via the Uversion app. Um, And it it was just kind of a fun morning. I've got some Christmas lights now starting to to, uh, get uh, placed around the house. I actually turned them on so that I could see them from where I was seated because it was dark and rainy. I, I thought, I want to see what these look like because, at least right now anyway, until we do the time change in about a week or so, The sunrises are very, very late. Uh, It really doesn't start getting brighter until almost 8 a.m. right now. However, I digress. In Dawn's number two position, Windy by the Association. Nice, nice pick. And number one for Dawn in the Summertime by Mungo Jerry. Another good one, and uh, I hadn't thought of that one until Don brought it up, but uh, it's it's almost like a, an earworm. Once you start humming that song and and uh, singing that tune, it sticks with you, and you can't get it out of your head. That's uh, what's known as an earworm, just in case you were wondering. Well, that was a lot of fun. I certainly hope you enjoyed today's Open Line episode with a number of things that we covered do help me to spread the word about weather jazz inside your sphere of influence. My favorite way, you know it by now, over the fence to the neighbor, whenever you have a one-on-one eyeball-to-eyeball conversation, especially with someone that you know is a science nerd, maybe. Uh, this would make a great podcast to listen to. It's uh, Relatively succinct, most podcast episodes are about the 20, 22-minute range or so. So it makes a great podcast to listen to on your morning walk or perhaps a drive to work, whatever it is. But this podcast would not be possible without you, the listener, and without my supporters. And I certainly want to thank them right now. A special thanks to those of you that continue to partner to support Weather Jazz Financially. Victoria Singer in Vermont, Kean Galunas, also Vermont. In Ohio, Dale Osborne, Will and Tonya Krausen and family, Christine Barnes and Rose Moore. And yep, that's right, Bill Martin, you know him, you love him. The retired news anchor in Florida uh, and Andrea Rich from Tennessee. Well, I would love to add your name to that list. It's easy to become a supporter. All you have to do is click on the supporter tab at weatherjazz.com, and that will have all of the information you need if you would like to join the ranks of those that are supporting Weather Jazz. Do you have a question or a topic suggestion, or you just want to call me and say hello? I welcome your input and the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line is waiting for you. Number two three four-five two five five eight eight eight. And you can also reach me at weatherjazz at yahoo.com. And if you're listening right now and, and not really able to transcribe that, don't worry. Just go to weatherjazz.com, click on contact at the very top, and that'll get you the information that you need. Well, if you're listening to Weather Jazz via any one of the podcast apps that are available, I'm on all of them. Remember to subscribe so that you can automatically download every episode into your smart device. And uh, when it is there and ready, you'll be alerted and you can listen to it uh, just literally with one click of a button. It's very, very easy to do. Or you can simply... Listen to me on weatherjazz.com. I have the audio player embedded in every single link. If you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area, or you plan to visit, or you're simply traveling through, you can catch my live 5 and 7 p.m. weekday weather segments on WJW Television Fox 8 or online live at fox8.com. And remember, tonight's the big night if you're listening to this on Friday the 29th of October because in the 6 o'clock hour we will unveil the winter weather outlook. Of course we'll concentrate on the Ohio Valley however from the U.S. maps that we will show you might even be able to uh, ascertain whatever it is you might encounter as a winter flavor but uh, go check it out we're going to have some fun tonight in the 6 o'clock hour Fox 8 or online live at fox8.com. We will see you on Monday. Yep, the first Monday in November. Get ready for a brand new month. Looks like it could be an active month. Oh, well, there's a hint for you. Hmm? Join me tonight at 6 o'clock and we'll find out. Remember, again, that's 6 o'clock Eastern time. See you Monday. Weather and science across the globe. The Weather Jazz Podcast.